pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to you. Top of the morning to all. That's Rudy. I'm Rob. Hence the R's. We're glad you're with us here on R&R in the morning because uh, I'd like to welcome on a good friend of ours. You know, you aspire to greatness. We all do. But to, <laughs> to aspire to be the voice of something. I'd like to welcome on the voice of your fighting Texas Aggies, Andrew Monaco, good friend. Welcome on, my friend, coming from the motherland. How are you this morning? It is wonderful to talk with both you. And you know what? Some people think, Rob, that I fell upwards. I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> <laughs> we all aspire to fall upwards and marry upwards yeah. as well. And I think all of us listening That's have done exactly that. Exactly right. All right, Andrew. That's absolutely right. You know, watching the the uh, Johnny Football um documentary on netflix was the perfect timing i think as we get ready as us aggies get ready for football season as practice has been going before we start digging into the nuts and bolts of the aggies and the college football world in general how's practice looking right now how how's things moving along with the uh, inculcation of a new offense and a new coordinator yeah really really competitive really competitive and i and i love that because now you can see for me Watching last year, one of the questions was, how do you gain experience, right? And you can't. You can't snap your fingers and say, okay, you're experienced. Well, guess what? That that hurt them last year, and now it's something that they possess this year with a number of guys coming back. And, Rob, I'll be honest about this. I think the right guys came back. They become uh, not just your go-to players, but your go-to leaders on this team. And I think mm. there's a ton of respect for Anaya Smith. There's a ton of respect for Damani Richardson for a Max Wright for Layden Robinson for McKinley Jackson who's going to be so key and it's not just in their positions or in the rooms I think it's with the entire team so I think they're the right guys and I think that helps uh, fill the void that was there last year look they're bothered by last year too I, I like I let's like hope that part and, I and, hope so yeah <laughs> exactly exactly five and seven is not acceptable not to anybody but especially to them and that's why I like the quiet confidence throughout the summer uh, when they would come through 12th Man Productions and talking with them because, you know, you can do – we see the spring game. And for a lot of times you see a little bit of, a, of an open practice. But to me the key is what are you doing when no one else right. is watching? What are you doing in the fourth quarter drills? What are you doing once spring practice is done and fall camp begins? What are you doing there? That to me is the time that decides – who's the one and who's the two and who's the three that time that you're putting in that dedication. And that's what it was fun to see talking with Connor Wigman. I I asked him, I said, I know you didn't have a lot of starts last year, but now you have an entire off season where 
maybe Evan Stewart comes to the line of scrimmage and just gives you a hand wave or a nod or something like that. I said, I asked him, I said, that's going to be really fun to see. Are you looking forward to that? He said, we already have that. That's the kind of stuff that I'm really looking forward to, not just in this camp, but in this season. Andrew, we talked so much about, and we could get to, we're going to get to Bobby and Jimbo, but let's talk about DJD and his side of the ball, because a lot of that greatest recruiting class of all time, a good portion of it, came on the defense side of the ball, and we don't spend any time talking about him. He said he's ready for them to take the next step. Talk about the defensive side a little bit instead of the the, the back and forth about Bobby and Jimbo and how that relationship will work. Glad you asked that because I think the defense has a chance to be dominant. I really do, and I think it begins with that uh, defensive line. Uh, and that's why I brought up McKinley Jackson, yeah. You know him coming back. I think he's going to be a first-round pick. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I Before I get on that D real quick, here's what I love about McKinley Jackson. When he was out last year, at every practice, obviously, he's going to do that. He was working on technique with his other defensive linemen, especially the young ones. But he would take the offensive linemen as well and say, look, this is what I'm going to do in this case. How are you going to block it? it I love that he works on both sides of the line. But I think that defensive line really is yeah. what uh, will be the key to the success because of McKinley-Jackson. And just what you were talking about, uh, LT Overton, Walter Nolan now in, their, in the second year, a healthy Fidel Diggs. Uh, we didn't see Gabriel Brownlow-Dindy last year, and all of the players are raving about uh, the player that he is, both Shamars, Turner, uh, and Stewart. And it's really a, it's a D-line that's going to be by unit. So you're going to see a lot of them rotate and play. But I don't think there's a drop-off. Albert Regis there uh, as one of your defensive tackles. Isaiah Rakes as one of your defensive tackles. And the other thing that I like is this is a defensive line that says we are going to play eight seconds of hell. It used to be six. You go all out for the six seconds. But they made it eight seconds in honor of Terry Price, who wore 88 when he played at Texas A&M. The linebackers are deeper. Chris Russell comes back. Um, uh, Edrin Cooper is there. But you bring in a couple of terrific freshmen in Torian York, uh, Damian Sanford. And, again, we've got to see these guys. But another one of those guys from that recruiting class, Marshall Harris, is getting a lot of that. And you're going to see a little bit more of the buck. Now, they've always had the nickel. I think they're going to rename it the star. Uh, but you're going to see a little more. It's a good of that name. Buck, we like that. That, that, that <laughs> rusher. I knew you guys were going to love that name, and and that will be and that will be Bryce Anderson. And then on that back end, uh, a combination of the freshman who played last year and a combination of that transfer portal. Josh DeBerry coming from Boston College. Tony Grimes from from North Carolina. Sam McCall from Florida State. Adding to Tyreek Chappelle, who had to play as a true freshman. Jacoby Matthews. Jordan Gilbert, they all had to get snaps. What Jimbo said last year was, I wanted to play them the number of snaps where I thought they could be successful. I, didn't, I wanted to play them. I didn't want to have to play them. Well, with all the injuries, they had to play. Mm-hmm. Here's the upside of that. They got to play in the SEC. They got to feel what it was like to play with that speed against that talent. And, and here's, the, here's why I say there's a quiet confidence. They know they're good. They know they can play on that level. And they like the success that they had so uh, I really think that this defense I think a second year under DJ Durkin is also uh, impressive but I think he's I think he's got a little more talent uh, than he's had in the past like I said I think they're they're deeper and more talented at every every position are there still questions yes 
but I think they're going to be answered pretty quickly. We talk about questions. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Fighting Texas Aggies, which you will hear all season long as we are home of them Aggies. We'll get you going early on and keep you all season long. The, uh, the, the transition this year with the addition of Bobby Petrino, uh, what are you seeing in just the offense? What, what are the primary differences that the Aggie fans are going to notice when we see them against New Mexico? A little more motion. I think you're going to see more motion. Uh, running backs out of the backfield to become an extra receiver. Uh, you're going to see multiple sets. You're going to see a couple tight ends. You're going to see uh, the receivers. Uh, you're going to see them play a little bit everywhere. It's not like this guy's just here. Now, you're always going to have the X, Y, and Z positions. Right. I get that. But I don't think it's going to be just, oh, this guy is just an exclusively over-the-middle guy. And, and more than anything, I think <laughs> Bobby – Bobby had a chance to talk with the media, and obviously we knew what happened in the, in the off season and addressed and everything, saying you know he had a chance to go to UNLV, but I think it was an opportunity to work with Jimbo Fisher, and I think it was an opportunity to work with his talent. I'm not going to lie about that. I mean, I this, this wide receiving core. He's never had anything like this. this. I don't think so. Not under not under Jimbo, and and I'm I, I dare say, and I'm going to have to ask Ryan Swope, and I'm going to go back to Shea Walker, who played under. Uh, uh, Jackie Sherrill, if they've had this much talent. <laughs> Let's slow down with it. Shea. That's a long time ago and a very good team way back then. That, Earn that. That, that. That's my guy, though. That's my guy. That's my, fir- that's my first Aggie that I worked with doing football. We were down there. We did, we did some high school and college football together. And I love Shea. We hope they uh, achieve this kind of shade. Uh, Andrew, is Connor... If, if you put three oh, receivers out there, if you put three receivers out there, right? Yeah. Pick your three. You're leaving, you're leaving a talented guy. That's why you can go four or five. Let's say you go just by number. Okay, uh-huh. zero, Anias is going to be out there. One, East is going to be out there, right? Three is now Noah Thomas. Where's Moose? Okay, where's Micah Tease? Where's Deep. Robert Cottrell? Deep. Where's Jade Walker? And see, that's, that's what makes me excited about it. And it's an opportunity to do all of that as well as get your running backs, which that becomes a question. Who replaces Devon? It's not easy. Uh, but but that with with that talent now now add the tight ends who I believe are those I believe tight ends are becoming hybrids. You still have to block. You still have to be in that offensive line fraternity. But but you also have to catch. But it's a second year now for Donovan Green. Max Wright being back. Theo Mellon-Orstrom has really emerged. Jaden Platt is a freshman who's played uh, very well. And Jake Johnson is healthy. And that's a six six target that. Possibly his brother will be throwing to. I, it's, that's what I like. I like the weapons that they have for sure. Everything we're hearing right now, joined by Andrew Monaco, radio play-by-play voice for Texas A&M Aggies. Everything we're hearing right now about Jimbo and Bobby is kumbaya. Everybody's getting along. Everything's good. Week seven, will that still be the same when things – it's the SEC. You're going to lose games. Everybody's going to lose games. Everybody's not Georgia. Everybody's going to lose games, and things are going to be big games. We saw it. We see it all the time. Come week seven, week eight, will it be all kumbaya and everybody's happy-go-lucky by then? What's the record? <laughs> four and three. How are they, four how, and how three. Are they playing? Four, four and three, no one's going to be happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, That's true. Why weren't the stories of Jimbo at Daryl Dickey's throat last year? Mm. Like I, the, the, here's my problem is, and this is why I hate talking season as, as, I, as I talk. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> The narrative about Bobby Petrino never came out of the Bright Slocum complex. It came from someone else who said, oh, I, did, I didn't get along with Petrino. Oh, they'll never get along. And, and, and the Aggies 
Why do we address you know you guys know Jimbo doesn't care about the outside world, right? How am I going to win? And Bobby and Jimbo know one another and it and it does work. There's going to be a lot of similarities. Look, I'm here <laughs> if you don't have an offensive line, I don't care how much talent you have. It doesn't mm-hmm. it, you can't you can't have Connor Wigman get Evan Stewart the ball if he if he's not standing up, right? You have that. Max Johnson can't hit his brother, Jake Johnson if he has no time to deliver the ball. Defensive line, if you're giving up, if you're getting gouged on the run game, and the run game wasn't good last yep. year, the pass game was great on defense. Oh, wait a second. We're going back to winning in the SEC, and that means winning in the line of scrimmage. This team's still going to run the ball. They're going to, it's going to look a little different. What you try to do, and Jimbo even talked about this, but, but Bobby was talking about it, had a chance to sit in with the, with the quarterbacks, where are you finding the mismatch? If I have three receivers on this side and they only have two defenders, guess which side of the field you're going to be looking at? <laughs> right, look right, at right. Don't complicate right. this, right? But that's where some of the motion really gets you. Can you make the defense then start to guess? But it's not, it's not going to be like – we're not running air raid under Mike Leach. That's not, that's not in the DNA of this team. You know what I mean? But you have a quarterback with confidence – read that defense, identify, make the decisions, make it quick. Bobby's very good with a quarterback. Yes, he is. The way, the way they talk about it. Now, look, look, great point. Four and three, no one will be happy. I don't think it's going to be that. I, I, I don't know. But, I mean, you'll see a difference, though, I believe, against New Mexico. And I don't think here's – my, here's my thing. It's like, oh, man, we had such a bad year last year. We've got to be really good last year. And the first drive is great. And the other 13 drives are terrible. That's not going to do anybody any good. But that's not the feeling that I have. They, the, the whole feeling is we know how it felt last year. And any time that even creeps into a practice, it's immediately stopped. And that's what I love about the leaders. They're assuming hey, it's, it's almost like they're saying a combination of it's my fault and I'll fix it. And, and the void last year is. I, I don't blame anybody for it. I don't think they knew how to lead or if they were supposed to uh, because there's, you know, there's, there's that unity council, which came down with the suspensions in the Miami game for all the guys who missed curfew right. and who said after South Carolina, look, we don't want those guys back. That, mm. that I think, was an important step. But they, anytime they feel something start to slip, if they don't like – the coaches, I don't think, have to say any longer, hey, pick up the tempo. The players are saying this to one another during camp. These leaders are saying it. And it's reminding me a little bit of the 2020 season, that Orange Bowl season. That's what they had. And, Rob, you know, I say this to you an awful lot. Saturday is determined by Monday through Friday. Amen. I thought that 2020 team was so special on Monday through Friday. Last year, I didn't see the similarities between those two. Even early in this camp, I can see with the tempo and, and, and the competition in the camp, it's, it's much more like that than it was last year. That's Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Texas Aggies. And let's look at the broad scope of the SEC right now. What's the, what are you guys talking about when you see all the news about the shifting of teams and changing of conferences and maybe the imminent, uh, maybe the SEC might continue to grow? Um, what's your thought around the building as, the, as college football just continues to ripple and change? It was the right move, wasn't it? To be in a to be in a conference where you're not questioning Genius how move. many members are going to be here tomorrow. Yeah, it really was. It really was. Um, and and again, you're looking at a chance next year. Two more teams coming in. 
I think you're looking at a conference that is proactive, not reactive, or in the case to me of the Pac-12, made no move, not proactive or reactive. It was, it was neither, and I don't think there was that kind of communication between the schools of are you happy, are you not happy. Uh, obviously, Colorado wasn't because they bolted as quickly as they could. Obviously, what USC and UCLA did to kind of start that chain reaction but to not be gauging what Oregon and Washington were going to do to who at the time become the linchpin. You don't hear of anybody wanting to leave the SEC. Schools want to come <laughs> in. The Great point. And, and again, obviously, it's, you know, money is a big part of it, right? I totally get that and the, and the TV contract and that. But it's nice to be in something that is uh, really solid. Uh, and, and you see what else is going around. I think you can feel for it, you know, for the other schools and this and that, but know that it was the absolute right decision 13 years ago. Andrew, what are the, what are y'all telling people like myself who I just want to be entertained? I don't have any stake in it. I'm not an Aggie at all. What are y'all telling people that just fast forward me to 2024, get me to Texas, Texas A&M? <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to discard this year, but people like my, I'm going to be honest, Andrew. You, if I if I had the click remote, <laughs> I would I I would easily fast forward to twenty twenty four and get back to Texas Texas A and M. Now now you now you may have if if they do it right and I hope they do. I hope that's just, I hope that's Thanksgiving weekend. It better be. It the should be. One thing, the one thing I've always liked about the SEC. Now this is going to be interesting with with the, those two schools coming in, but they protect rivalries. If you think about it, like even you know uh, obviously you know. Um, Florida still plays LSU, even though they were in different divisions, and I know the divisions are going away. Right. You always had the, those inter, inter, uh, interdivisional matchups, and I hope that they keep that rivalry. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that it is Thanksgiving. I, I think that will that will be good. I know I will not get my wish here, but I do wish that just anyone at Texas will say. You guys were right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I know it's not happening. Oh, man. Right? But I mean, it took them 13 years to make the same decision. So that they criticized. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe someone will put a billboard up, you know, for for that as well. Uh, I, I, the other thing is. You know, it makes it a very strong 16, and and we're seeing, once again, I don't think it's a seismic shift, but I think we're seeing the shift. And, you know, know, for them uh, to to come in, um, I I think it's (laughs) – it becomes almost must-see every single Oh, my goodness, Andrew. Oh, yes. No matter where they are. Yeah, no matter matter who who it is, right. Uh, Real quick before – I think that's going – Speaking of must that's see, that's going to be the big adjustment. Uh, they're not uh, going to get. They're not going to get a week off. No, that's that's done. Nobody is though. But yeah, go ahead. And let's get off Nobody. football real quick. Is the basketball team in the Bahamas right now? Are they playing someplace? Basketball team is in the Bahamas. They get to play uh, three games there. It's a it's a wow. week of the bonding and uh, yeah. I'm, I, you didn't I'm get that gig. <laughs> You're not you didn't there. put your name on that list. No, no. I you know what? I and I was kind enough to have Buzz on a Christmas card one year. He, I don't think he's ever going to be on another Christmas. Party. I know. Well, you're doing God's work, standing on the sidelines and right outside of the uh, football stadium there at Bright. Um, congratulations. This is going to be a crazy year, man. This is going to be one of those years that I think we look back at Aggie fandom, and it's going to. Th- this is a fork in the road kind of year. Do you feel that way? 
this is uh, this is a year that I know Jimbo knew because of the recruiting mm-hmm. and having the experience. This was going to be a, a, a huge year, and he knew 24 was also with the talent coming in. I know the guys left from last year, but if you remove those guys who left, still a highly recruited class. And and I love the question that that Rudy Rudy you asked because there are you're going to see those players dotted. And they're going to be here two or three more years and and have that impact. And I think. I have a chance. I think it has a chance to be a special year, not just in comparison to last year. I, that's why I said I like the confidence that this team is carrying. Is, can Connor Wegman be Jimbo's Jameis Winston? Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 funny. Uh, I I always say, hey Jimbo, I don't know what it is, but when a player has it, <laughs> and then Jimbo proceeds to tell me what it is, what the what the factors that go into the it, and and I really believe the combination. Of those of those two, I think Max will make Connor better. I think Connor makes Max better. Max in better shape, throwing the ball really well. You're going to have a lot more confidence. Again, can you keep them healthy? No other team had three quarterbacks. No other team lost an All SEC center. Bryce Foster being back mm-hmm. is huge. You have an offensive line that will be able to play together. Can take that next step. That's why I say well, I love I love the sizzle of everything. I love the sizzle. skill position. I really do. I think that's great. But you know what? You got to get down to the you know what what wins you is protecting those guys, and the pocket has been protected. Look, I don't think this offensive line is going to face a better defensive line all year than what they're going to face Mondays. I, I think when you get to go up, when Lane Robinson gets to go up against McKinley Jackson, that's two of the best in the entire conference, and they're going to bang on each other twenty times on Monday and another twenty times on Tuesday. Man, you're going to look across the line on Saturday, going, man, I could block McKinley Jackson. I'm going to have a good. I'm going to have a good Saturday today. <laughs> that guy is not Great McKinley point. Jackson. You know what I mean? Like I, Great I really point. think that, and I know, I know each of those lines really respect one another. But I, I still say, to all the stuff that's going, that is always going to be the key. I don't care just for Texas A&M. That's how you win in the SEC. That's why Georgia has been successful. That's why. Alabama has always been successful because of those lines and when they've been down. It's a reason why LSU was close, but they couldn't get to the promised land last year because that offensive line of them, even though it was the end of the first year, a lot of freshmen, the Aggies were healthy on that defensive line, won that battle. The Aggie offensive line against LSU won that battle, and you had Devon A-Chain running for over 150 yards. That's the key, and I hope that win in 2022, the final win, proves to be the first win in 2023 i think that's part of the identity he's andrew marnico the party begins 23 days 10 hours four minutes and 57 seconds away as the lobos show up to college station september the second you'll hear andrew on the call right here on san antonio sports star hey man look forward to speaking with you every week let's talk some good texas aggies uh thanks for stopping by man we always appreciate the knowledge my pleasure guys great talking with you this morning